Joe hates a lot of things. Joe hates toddlers and tiaras. Never before have I wanted to strangle so many people after watching so little TV. Joe hates raisins. I hate raisins so much that I'd rather have ants on a log with actual ants. Joe hates being tailgated. I want a bumper sticker that reads, free golf balls for tailgaters. I want that and a thousand golf balls. And Joe hates when people say, Satan, as they pass him on the street. This happens more than I think it should. Hello and welcome to Things Joe Hates. My name is Joe and with me is my lovely wife, Lisa from upstairs. Well, hello. And our brand new son-in-law and producer, Jake. Hello, Yay! Joe. Hi, Jake. <laughs> oh, boy. That's the first big thing that was going on. Yeah. Jake yeah. got married this weekend. We all been kind of busy. This past weekend as we recorded. Yeah, we all, we've all been kind of busy working, planning on the wedding. Jake is now um, married to my daughter. So I have a new son. Yes. As do I. Yay. His Yay. name is Jake. Hi, Joe. It's Hi. a boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> No, not... we love Jake the same as we did before. Now it's just official. So, there Jake, you are you going to call me dad? Now it's legal. Uh, whatever you say, dad. <laughs> no. And mom. Uh, see, I want mom. No, I actually no, don't I... like that at all. Yeah, really. I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> so, yeah, we've been pretty busy. So, we're kind of phoning this one in. So, I said to my listeners. Uh, you know what? You can't tell them we're phoning it in. <laughs> you, when you phone it in, you don't say, hey, I'm going to half-ass this, you know? <laughs> well, that's exactly what we're doing, though, isn't it? We're half-assing this. No, I'm hey, doing full ass on this. That's one. right. That's right. We're giving the effort. Apparently, Joe's not. So we have to pull his weight again, Jake. Yeah, once again. Well, actually, you guys don't have to pull my weight. The listeners are helping me out. I asked. Ah. I asked for listener solicitations Did for you? just listeners. This is a listener hate se- session. It's one of my favorites. It's it's kind of like a grab bag, except it's no hate from me. It's all hate from our listeners. You know what I hate? What do you hate? I hate it when somebody puts chili in the back of my car without putting the <laughs> lid on it all the way and gets chili in the back of my car after it already had a crab mishap earlier this year. Well, I hate when somebody uh, packs up the chili to go over to our our daughter and son-in-law's house and uh, instead of latching the lid, just puts a thing over top of it to make it look like the lid is latched. That's what I hate. I hate the fact that you don't know that I don't care that you hate Isn't that. Isn't this a listener hate special? <laughs> yes. Listener what we, hate. What do we got from the listeners, Jake? We've got See, tons. In even fact, when, even when I ask the listeners for support, I still have plenty of things to hate. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, we've got a whole bunch here, and we're going to split this up. Uh, Joe, you split this up between Twitter listeners and Facebook listeners, uh, yes. how they responded to you. Yes. So we're going to start off here with Twitter. And first, we have Leland. He says he hates shows with a lack of focus. You know what I had for breakfast this morning? <laughs> <laughs> what did you have for breakfast Cheerios. this morning? Ah, yes. Cheerios, Cheerios man. good. I like Cheerios. Not even Honey Nut Cheerios. Uh, wait Cheerios. a minute. You're not focusing on what Leland said. Really? Is That's that right. What, is that it? Yeah. Aww. Are you missing it? Am I missing what? Leland? Yeah. Focus hmm. on what Leland said. What did Leland say? I forgot. What did he? <laughs> You're I so think bad. he says he hates shows with a lack of focus. Oh, that's ah. that's it. I, I went on a three and a quarter mile walk with the dog today, and my foot is absolutely killing me. You want the yeah. other foot to hurt? No. <laughs> so you hate that, Joe? No, I don't hate that. I actually find that I find that pretty good. I like shows that jump around, especially from one to the, the grab. Bags. I need answers. Yeah. I need answers. If somebody starts a conversation and goes off something else and doesn't finish it, it makes me want to go crazy. Right. Now, I get, I get that, yeah. 
Nope. He Jake, gets it, but doesn't care. I, I don't care. If it's a comedy <laughs> show, it's fine for it to, to me around. If it's around. my show. Right. If it's my show, it's fine for it to me and around. What's next, Jake? Next, we've got DSpin67. He says, I hate when I go to the eye doctor because I can't read small print. And they ask me to read the tiniest print on the eye chart. I was at the eye doctor yesterday, and I told the doctor, if I could read that, I wouldn't be here. I was very sarcastic to them. <laughs> Truth. Yeah. I was like, that is not even, that's like a line. We just got a fuzzy eye exams line. a couple months ago, or about a month ago. Yeah. yeah, they messed my glasses up. Really? Yeah, I told them that I wanted the anti-glare. They came a week before your wedding. And they mm-hmm. do not have any glare coating on them. So the photographer said that I needed to take my glasses off three separate times because mm. of the glare on them. Yeah. So, you know, it, as far as I'm concerned, ruined my part of the pictures because they didn't I, do their job. I think you did fine. Obviously, that's not good. If you if you ordered and paid for anti-glare stuff and you didn't get anti-glare stuff, that's a problem. I don't think I paid for it. I ordered it. But they just missed it. Yeah, and, and Joe then... gave him the credit card to pay for it. I guess I should have looked closer. Ah, Joe, but, it's your fault. Right. But I. But the fact of the matter is I didn't get them in. I right. I need them. Yeah. That's a, that's I'm a... in too many pictures, Jake. I need to have yeah. the anti-glare. Mother God. of the bride, you had to be in a lot of pictures. Um, <laughs> they uh, Actually, I did the same thing. I got glasses like right before I picked them up like two days before the wedding. <laughs> And, uh, the, but the lady there specifically was like, we're getting you anti-glare, like that top of the list. Cause you got to take pictures. So she was, uh, she was very nice about that. Huh? Very nice. Shows with a lack of focus. Mm. That was kind of mm. close. I think we're all right. Yeah. You were tangential. Yes. You want the next one, Joe? Oh, no, wait, we still haven't uh, gotten through D spins here. Um, uh, I, I, I don't hate that. That's part of the eye exam. Yeah. If you, that's what you're supposed to say. I can't read that. So, well, yeah. And then when you get the when you get the little thing where they go, you like number one or number two? I know. Number I'm one, like, show me the other one two. again. Yeah, yeah. Number three. I'm like the four. annoying patient. Number three or number four? Yeah, and then and then you're like, uh, I can't tell the difference. Oh, okay. my eyes changed so much this time, Jake. Really? Yeah. I'm like I'm like a, a 2070, which 7020. 7020. Or twenty seven. Maybe you're right. Twenty seven. It was twenty seventy. Right. One of my eyes are really, really. really you see it twenty feet. What other people see it seventy feet. Yeah. Huh. That's terrible. It's pretty bad. Interesting. But you still don't have the uh, eyeglass restriction on your driver's license like I do because the day I did it, that machine was broken. I am hundred percent convinced. <laughs> There's that a story was behind when I got my eyes last checked when I got mine. <laughs> we'll save that for story that's time a, with Lisa. That's a different there story. You go. <laughs> What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Jason at Row Rage Jason on Twitter. He says, Today, I am behind a slow woman on a two-lane road. I can clearly see the phone in her hand distracting her. She is 15 miles per hour under the speed limit. That's just as dangerous as going 15 miles per hour over the speed limit. Yeah, it is. Yeah, you have to stay close to what the traffic's going. Yep. Uh, yet, when I get the chance to pass, she speeds up. Her top speed was not 90, but mine was. Why do people like this want everyone to suffer behind them? 25 years ago, I would have done really insane things, hence my username. <laughs> Road Rage Jason. Mm. Let me tell you, Road Rage Jason. It was a two-way road. A two-lane road. Two-lane road, so, yep. so he has to solid wait for line. He has to wait for a passing line. Exactly. I don't know where uh, Jason lives. Well, Maybe he lives out in the Midwest. Midwest? Midwest? 
maybe he lives out in the Midwest where it's all dotted lines down the center. Yeah. Uh, and you can see for miles. This, what really irritates me about this is that when he goes to pass this person, they speed up. Yeah. No. Just let someone pass you. Let someone pass you. If someone's moving to pass you, don't, first off, don't make it difficult for them to do that. They're going to, they're going to be down the road and out of your way. There is absolutely no reason for you to do that. The only reason they're going to pass you is because they want to go faster than how fast you're going. Right. So you're not going to get stuck behind them. Yeah. Yeah. Unless they're complete jerk. uh, And if that's the case, then you pass them. Right. Yeah. But that's not going to happen here. Jason's going to keep going, and this yeah. this person is going to keep checking her phone. It's not and... going to be a Christmas vacation moment where the truck starts. <laughs> hey, look yeah. at here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've actually done that. <laughs> What's next, Jay? I hate this. I hate this so much, Jason. It gives me road rage just thinking about it. What's next? Go. I don't get road rage. No, not you. <laughs> nope. But uh, my def- dad has it real bad. Though. Definitely, <laughs> definitely <laughs> check out uh, that time Lisa was followed on our YouTube channel. Yeah, that was pretty I, good. I don't know what I did. I don't yeah. know what I did. My yeah. favorite—that's one of my favorite things—is uh, I was talking with Lisa's dad, and she, they were talking about road rage as a new term. And he says, "You see the news where they talk about road rage?" And I go, "Yeah." He goes, "I got that real bad." <laughs> <laughs> Next, we've got a couple here that all about pretty much the same thing, layoffs, Ugh, which unfortunately right now a lot of people are going through because of uh, the Rona. Yep. And uh, the first one we have is from Martha Runs the World. She says, I hate that one of my old bosses thinks we can still be friends after they laid me off in March. Really? I was with the company for years. Seniority means nothing to you, and you think everything's fine? We weren't friends before I worked there, and we're not now. That is such a fine line, Jake. Now hold on, because you're gonna you're thinking about your situation where you well, got my laid situation off. was I was very very good friends with the with with your, you with your employer and, and their family information. I'm very and I still am. Right. And I was laid off because it is a business situation. I'm sorry. It could be the business situation where her job isn't needed right now because they don't have the work for her. Right. I don't know her situation. But, I know that's the, what's the situation with but me, her, and that's fine. Her situation is different in that they weren't friends beforehand, right? Well, you know what? I, I can't imagine. I mean, I'm I'm playing devil's advocate, and I'm sorry if I'm completely wrong, but I don't know the whole situation. But looking at it from out here in, that person probably didn't have a choice but to let that person go. And do you think they liked it? They probably they they probably hated it so much they don't want her not to like them. Yeah, but and that they're still trying to be communicative. I mean, don't burn bridges. You're going to be out looking for another job, right? So it, you know what? It's staying friends with your boss is not a bad thing because they're going to give you your I next report to the I don't, next person. I don't know right? that next I reference. agree that uh, <laughs> not being friends with your previous employer that laid you off is burning a bridge. Yeah, I think they burned your bridge. Yeah, in that case, I mean, yeah, you, uh, in so far as. You have no obligation to be uh, in any way reciprocative. Re- re- I think friends is a strong word. You yeah, can still you don't be have to nice. Pers- you don't have right, but I so don't think civil. that. Yeah. I don't know that that's what's happening here. Uh, it sounds more like this person is attempting to uh, be 
friendly, like not friendly, but be friends with right. this person. Or there's still probably hard feelings, and I understand yeah. that. Yeah, and it's again, it's one it's thing to be situation. polite and professional with the person and say, "Hey, I am applying for a new job." Now, obviously, they're going to call you. Can you put in a good word for me? That's different than, "Hey, you want to go have a drink later?" Like that's no, you fired me. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I, I understand it might be for a business decision, but we weren't friends before. Why do you think now that we're not? I don't work for you that now we can be like that's. I guess I can understand yeah. to a point, but for me, it was just so different. And right. the you thought of actually close. having... You're very close with them. Even when, now. Yeah, right. right. But before anything, you know, and, and you understood the situation with uh, why it happened, the business decision, why it happened. But before that even happened, you had a very, very good relationship with them. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's not I don't think that that's the same thing here. That's not even close because there have been there have been a couple of times where I've been fired and I go, I'm never speaking to that person ever again. Right. Well, I've because been... I did me. They did me dirty. They did me wrong. And there and... is the thing. If they've done you wrong, that's different. But if they're doing their and job it, because it's it, what's there, then they're doing their job because well, it's what's it sounds there. like that's what's the case here with Martha, because Martha's saying she was with the company for years. Seniority means nothing. That implies to me that there were uh, there were people lower on the totem pole that they could have gotten rid of, but they decided to get rid of her probably because it would have been cheaper than to go with someone because she probably being with the company for so long. Yeah, exactly. I can see that. Yeah. Oh, I've I've been I've been Which, part of one of those layoffs. It's that is a terrible reason to get rid of someone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's totally a valid reason, in my opinion, to be upset with a previous uh, supervisor or yeah. whoever made that decision to say I'm I don't forgive you for that because this was my livelihood. Right. I, I so. understand that my situation is completely unique. Yeah. So. Not completely unique. I think a lot of people work for their friends. You think? Yeah. I think for it, small businesses, yeah. For yeah. small businesses like that, I think like, it does happen. Like in your situation. But yeah, this doesn't yeah. sound like that was the wow. case. You know what's really weird is I, we are talking before the show started. This is the first job I've had where I'm really not friends with anybody I work with, with, ex, with the exception of one person is, well, let me say it this way. I only have one person that I work with who I'm connected with on Facebook. Mm-hmm. That's it. And all the other people I work with, uh, you're, you're friendly. Yeah, we're, oh, of course. I'm civil and professional. Absolutely. Yeah. But you don't go hang out for beers after work. No, I don't. Do, I don't, don't go hang out for, for beers after work. Like I did at my last job. And right. like I would do with people at the job before that. You still hang um, out with people. Yeah. I still hang out with people from that, from that job. Yeah. Some of those people still listen to this podcast. I, um, uh, I have. So when I got this job where I'm at now, I was still going to school. I was finishing up my degree so I didn't have a lot of time. I was only part-time there, and I was going to school full-time. So they had things like, hey, we're going to do a, a happy hour for everyone working on this project right. after work. You want to come? I'd be like, I'd love to. I got homework. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, and now that – and then as the coronavirus hit, I finished my degree. <laughs> so now I'm full-time, and I don't have a lot of commitments outside of work beyond family. So I have time to I would have time to go to happy hours after work and I can't now because you know no you know everybody's working from home and so all these happy hours are virtual happy hours and I'm like I'm not doing that right That's, yeah virtual happy hours I, are the worst if I did that I, I would understand that if it was with if it was uh except for direct, Kirk's, Kirk's I was, are awesome I was gonna say are you directing that at a particular <laughs> no. listener Kirk's, Kirk's are awesome I I would if but the thing is here's the difference you would do happy hours with them before the coronavirus. Yes, absolutely. Now 
you do because you're like, well, we we're friends already and we were doing this on a regular basis. And so we're just going to keep doing it, but we're going to be separate. I'm not going to start hanging out with people over a zoom call. Yeah, no, I agree with that. It's not going to happen. hundred percent. Or as they say, hundo P is the kids say now. As the kids. All say. right. So next <laughs> we've got, uh, the monsters and friends podcast say, I hate that I found out I was getting fired when I found the job posting on Indeed. After my boss asked me to post a different job and create a graphic for it. Hashtag people suck. <laughs> I got that beat, actually, Monsters and Friends. My last sales job, and I, I have this, this sales career I refer to as my failed sales career. I was a miserable salesperson. Hated the job and was a, and not really good at it, but I didn't have any degree that would get me a job, any other kind of job right? Or at least not one that I wanted. It was the best income potential for the, for the training and, and degree I had. So I went into sales. And at my last job, when I was like, this is it, I can't do this much longer. I walked in to my office one day and there's the new guy sitting at my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I actually had my two weeks notice in hand. And yeah. I, 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 I walked into my boss and I said, well, I think we both understand something here. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy was a smarmy looking guy, but I took, I drove him around for a week because I was expecting them to terminate me right then. Um, yeah. uh, but I drove him around for a week and introduced him to some people. And I said, I'm going, I'm going into, uh, into another, into another line of work. I'm not going to be in sales anymore. Here's your new guy. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess it, it could have been worse in that you weren't prepared to move on. Yeah, from that absolutely. Job. That would have been worse, I think. But the fact that you were was like you're kind of on your way out anyway. Yeah, absolutely. It, I, on my way out. I mean, I, it's I had all the warning signs. I knew that I was being a terrible. A, a, I was selling data processing printers, and it was just miserable. Trying to as everybody's trying to believe they're going to the paperless office and other manufacturers are yeah. putting up cheap it's things like, you go to best buy and buy it's like the actual show the office trying right. to sell paper exactly it very the age of the internet. very similar there i mean that's why i think that show is so funny is because my last job was was working at a company very much like thunder mifflin except in the technology world yeah it's it i went from a from a from a company selling uh networks and network services and being a managed service provider which is what people are doing nowadays to selling printers because the uh, the base pay was better and the commission structure was better, but not for long. Didn't last very long at all. Actually, it lasted about a year, I think. I don't know. I have to look up one of my old resumes. But it, yeah, it's okay, Joe. You don't have to do that kind of homework for this show. <laughs> What's next, Jake? Next, we've got Mindy with four eyes. She says, "My job laid me off the day I was leading a seminar on the importance of people in nonprofit." My boss called me on the way, told me, then had me teach the seminar. Uh, oh, I, I would have had fun with that seminar. <laughs> oh, uh, yes, I would have. the importance of people in nonprofit. It's not. We'd have had a seminar completely unprepared. <laughs> Actually, no. You ever but see someone give terrible. a seminar when they're completely hammered? <laughs> <laughs> Your guys are about to. <laughs> Bottoms up, everyone. I don't know. I think that's a little unprofessional. I mean, a well, little. yeah, a to, little bit. To call somebody beforehand, before a thing, and say, hey, but good luck with that seminar you're giving for me today. What no. do you expect? No. Seriously. I mean, a terrible uh, move, boss. Yeah, you would. I, I think you should probably do that at the end of the workday and say, 
because then it gives that person the option to say, for example, you know, I've never been laid off. I've only ever been fired. So do they give you two weeks to stop working or do they say this is your last day? Uh, Generally, when you're getting laid off, they tell you when your termination date is. Right. Okay. So I would have said that at the end of the workday because technically, especially in, 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 uh, if, if you're not in a union, you can just leave. Right. Just quit. Right. And you have every right to because they are, they're like, well, we're going to terminate you at this day. And you go, uh, no, actually, I'm going to, st- I'm, I'm going to stop working right this second. I'll right. see you later. I, I'm done. Yeah. I'm packing up and I'm leaving. And yep. that's, that's totally within your right now, whether you feel like doing that or not. I, the thing is, if I was a boss, I would say that at the end of the day, because if they decide to leave, then first off, my butt's covered because they've done what they needed to do for the day and we can take take on tomorrow without them with another plan. Right. But also it totally gives them the option to do, to walk away if they so choose. And there, you know, it's no, no, no harm, no foul to anybody in that right. situation. Yeah. So, that was, and, and not only that, but how good do you think that presentation was? Right. Yeah. Like what kind of work do you think you're going to get from someone the same day that you tell them they're going to be laid off? Right. At least let them sleep on it. Right. Yeah. Oh, terrible idea. So next, these are from our uh, people that listened and responded on Facebook. All right. So first off, we've got Travis, and he says, I hate when my pen runs out of ink or stops writing at the most random times. It's inconvenient. It's always inconvenient because a pen never runs out of ink at a convenient time. Yeah. Always have two. Well, I'll tell you what. I bought a rocket book, which is one of those reusable notebooks. What? It's called a rocket book. Reusable notebook? Absolutely. What do you mean reusable? Uh, it, you can wash the ink off of it, and then you can you can actually um, take a picture of it with the Rocketbook app, and it uploads to your Google Drive, and it does optical character recognition on it. It's great. It's wonderful. Wash it off. Yeah. Like, is it cloth like or something? With, with water, yeah. Like it's water soluble ink, but you have to use a specific kind of pen. You have to use these Pilot Fusion pens. You can't use any kind of pen in the world. Yeah, yeah, it has to be the specific combination. So when I was writing with my Pilot Fusion pen that came with my Rocket Book, that thing ran out of ink, and I had no way to use my Rocket Book. So I bought what Lisa said: two more pens. I just Rocket Book. That's a great name. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a rocket. Here goes all your notes right to the cloud. Yeah, I. That's washing your Rocket Book. What a world we live in. Yeah, it's amazing. I love my rocket book. I'm, I'm a big fan. <laughs> All right. I was uh, using it today in a meeting. Took some notes. And when I'm done with them, actually, when I'm done with those tasks, I'll just wipe them off with a little piece of uh, some, paper towel. Does some dishes, cleans off his, his rocket notebook. <laughs> you joke, but Lisa has seen me sit in the living room and wash the rocket book and wait for each page to dry. Because you do have to wait for the pages to dry or they'll stick together when they're wet and they'll never dry. You're not selling me on this, Joe. This is okay. This doesn't sound convenient at all. It's a very cool piece of technology. As long as you have a computer that works on electricity, as soon as you, I mean, I don't understand. Here's my thing. I don't understand why you just don't use paper. You have a notebook and it never goes away. Because I lose paper. I have yet to lose a file ever. I still have files from my very first computer. Because that's the kind of guy I am. Where's your keys? Why do I not? Why am I not surprised by that? <laughs> I don't know. 
Because you strike me as the kind of guy that'd be like, I still have floppy drives from 1985. No, no, I don't have the floppy disks anymore. I destroyed all those. But the files that I had, like all the code that I have, somewhere I have all the code I've ever written uh, academically and professionally. Well, not professionally, no. Some of that stuff was proprietary and I couldn't give it I to I don't. Me. You know why? Because it sucked. <laughs> I never wanted to see that again. What's next, Jake? All right. Next, we've got <laughs> Judge. He says... Every time I go to the pub, we usually talk about cooking. Uh-huh. I know I do not look like the type of guy who can make a Thai green curry from scratch or a good uh, good old hot pot or a good healthy meal for a single guy living alone. But yet they take the mickey for my interest in good food over fast food. What does that sentence mean? I don't know. What is that? Is that a British thing? I think. I... I've never heard someone say... Take they the take the Mickey for my interest. Right. Here in the States, when you give someone a Mickey, you're like putting a roofie in their drink. Slip them a Mickey. <laughs> I haven't even heard of that one. You haven't it's heard that one? sheltered okay. I am, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's giving someone the Mickey or take the Mickey for – yeah, I'm, I don't know what that means. I don't know either. That's a, that's a very British sentence. Uh, anyway, I know what this next one means, though. He says <laughs> – they can go burn themselves on a rusty frying pan. Yeah, that's pretty clear. Yeah, yeah that's clear. <laughs> good cooking skills are for everyone in all genders. Indeed. I was, I was told that I would make a good wife someday, LOL. Clean house, good food, dirty mind. <laughs> I believe those things do make a good spouse. Hey. Husband or wife. Right? Anyway, mm. let's not talk about what makes a good spouse, Joe. Uh, you know what, Judge? I empathize with, with this 100%. Uh, I enjoy cooking. Yeah, I hate when somebody takes the Mickey for whatever I'm doing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Still, Jake, that, that doesn't know. have any meaning. That's I a have meaningless no sentence. Idea <laughs> what it means? You know, you know what? I'm gonna call an audible here. We're gonna Google it live. Okay, right? let's do this. Jake furiously types into the, into the Google search engine. Take the Mickey. Taking the what? <laughs> Ooh. <Good> glasses. <laughs> Turn on safe search, Jake. Oh, Turn on safe search. <laughs> oh, I see. I see. It. Uh, they're making fun of you when taking the Mickey. Is uh, yeah, they're making fun of you. That's the best way I can put it because I okay. can't say that on this show. Yeah, that's definitely a British saying. Now that I've <laughs> now that I googled it, I know what the. Uh, I, I know what it re- it's referring to, and that is not something I can say on this show. So, ah, so they're essentially making fun of you. Yeah, yeah, they make fun of him for, uh, for his interest in cooking good food as opposed to just eating fast food. Now, Judge, you're 100 percent right. These people are wrong. These people are. Uh, I want to disparage them, but they're idiots. Disparage uh, them. And boy, would I love to try your Thai green curry. You should uh, take the Mickey for. Uh, <laughs> them taking the mickey <laughs> that's such a uh, sometimes i'll come across a phrase i've never heard before that just tickles me and that one tickles me okay i like it i'm, next, gonna, fig- I'm gonna figure out how to use it in context no one's gonna know how yeah good luck with that <laughs> next we've got paul paul says i hate when you are in the self-checkout lane and you scan and pay for all your stuff then realize there's no bags that has never happened to me. I start tipping over the registers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I imagine I would hate this. Yeah, a lot. No bags! <laughs> Where the... 
<laughs> I have never ran into that. Yeah, they're always... Uh, uh, yeah. They see me coming and they're like, ooh, I better get my <laughs> oh, stuff yeah. together. This woman she... looks like a pain in the ass. Let's get the bags into the I, I mean, They I've, help me bag. I've right. seen I've seen that, but I've done it because like, I'll, I'll scan one item and go to put it in a bag and it's not there. And I go, well, I'm not using this anymore. And then you just leave and eventually it cancels. It'll, it'll cancel the right. Thing. Yeah. At least the place where I was at did that. I don't know if it does that at all of them. I, but... And you really don't care. It's not your problem. Yeah, Somebody right. Somebody else can pay for uh, an extra grocery they didn't get? Well, no, because... It'll time out. Yeah, It'll time I'm, out. Yeah, it, it either times out or somebody comes over and, and clears the order. Uh, regardless, I, I used to be a cashier, so I always bag things as I scan them. Right. And if there's no bag there, I, I stop. And that's, happen- that's happened to me one time. Hmm. So, can't What's- say I've done this. I, I haven't done it either, but I would hate it if, I, if it happened to me. Mm-hmm. What's next? Julie says, I hate when you're busy at work and someone calls you to see if you read the email they sent two seconds ago. Did you get the memo? I, I, this to me smacks of somebody in a panic trying to send you an email to cover their butts. So <laughs> that, um, hey, I want to make sure you got that email. Okay, that's on you now. Bye. <laughs> that's, that's exactly what that seems like to me. I guess so. Uh, I don't know. I... I I will sometimes send an email and then go, actually, you know what? I'm just going to call them, but I'll apologize for sending me an email. I'll be like, look, I sent you an email. Sorry, but I realize this is probably better discussion over the phone or whatever. Right. Um, but yeah, I don't, I wouldn't be like, did you get it? Why not? You know, if I, especially if I just sent it. Yeah. Ugh, that's irritating. You know, and if somebody's really busy, like I don't expect someone to get back to me right away if I send them an email. Right. Because if they're really busy, they might not see it until tomorrow. And that's totally reasonable. Absolutely, it's reasonable. What's next? First time hater Sarah says, I hate when my coworkers don't read their effing emails only to bug me 20 minutes later with the questions that I answered in said email. Ugh. That does irritate me. I highlight that part of the email and send it back. <laughs> send it to them again. <laughs> Nothing will show them that they just didn't take the time. You all, you go all office space. When, I do. Uh, I, you know, when I, Peter. It's not often. It's happened. So you to didn't me. get the message. Not, not now, Lumberg. I'm busy. <laughs> right. The I like that there was a uh, there was an old post like maybe a year or two ago that was that was, uh, you know, you know the 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 passive aggressive things you would send in an email like as per my previous email <laughs> right <laughs> oh heck i kind of messed up there right. you know uh <laughs> i had a that's what that is basically i had a supervisor at one point in time who was a uh a sergeant in the army reserve and if i asked a question like that the very first word in her email was again <laughs> 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 that would make you reread everything before you ask another yeah, question. Yeah, I, I quickly learned that uh, she did not tolerate that kind of that kind. Of, she had no. First off, she was really busy because right. she was overtasked, like all of us were at this point in time. Um, so it was like baptism by fire. What the first time hater Sarah continues though? She doesn't oh, just does. hate that. Yeah, she says. Uh, also, she hates people in public transport who don't have their change. Or bus pass ready when the bus comes, even though they're at the bus stop for 10 minutes. Yeah. You know what's going to happen next, right? You know what's going to happen next. The bus is going to stop, and you're going to have to pay the man or swipe a card or drop a token or do something. Yeah. Be ready. 
Nope. Here, here comes the bus. Nope. Heck you, Joe. Um, Get ready. Um, here it comes. I, I lived in Philly for a little bit, or just outside of Philly, but they still had, like, the metro system still went out there. Uh-huh. And uh, so to get into the city, I'd have to run down to this trolley station, and the uh, Philly works on tokens. So you put one token in, and then And they you still go... have streetcars in Philadelphia. Yes. And uh, at least when I was there four or five years ago. Then uh, basically what happens is you, you know, you go as far as you can. Sometimes if you get to certain stations, you can get off of that and then get onto like a bus or get onto a, a, a metro train or something. If it, it's at, you know, if you don't have to pass through another turnstile, so it's basically just one token. But people would get, you know, you'd get there and then the trolley would show up and you go to get on the trolley and people would be like, be like, oh yeah, I guess I need a token. And then I have to rummage through their pockets and they're standing there and there's five people behind them just waiting to get on the trolley. And you're like, let's go. Yeah. You wait here for the next trolley. Yeah. That uh, should be your punishment. It was, it's so easy too, because what I would do is if I had any change, I would put that in my right pocket and then any tokens I had for the public transportation, I'd put in my left pocket. And then I never had to worry about it because as soon as I got in line to get onto the trolley, like as the trolley was coming to a stop, I'd stick my hand in my left pocket, pull out a token. I'm ready to go. Did you ever quiz anybody at the stop going, or is anybody not ready no, to go? No, you I'm move not, towards the back of the I'm line to get Joe. ready. I'm not Joe. I didn't go out of my way to Karen other people. I'm not Karening people. I'm Joeing them. That it's is a big ca- difference. Okay. It's Karen this, is when, Karen is when, Karen is when you, uh, you, you do are, what you just said. You go, no, oh, you don't no. have your token back of the line. No, 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 no. There's a big difference between Karening and Joeing. Karening is when it's all about the person who's doing the complaining. Joeing is when it's all about society. This person is being is being a wart on the butt of society. We live in a society. We live in a society, and here comes the here comes the trolley car. You're not just holding up me. You're holding up everybody behind you and everybody on the car and the trolley itself because this thing has a schedule. This is not just about me. I'm not saying I'm not happy because you don't have this, because you don't have the right color of this thing. I'm saying you are being a detriment to society and the mass transit system. Okay, Karen. Not a Karen. It's a Joe thing. Okay. We live in a society. Big difference. All right, everybody, that's the show. Don't forget to check out our merchandise store and our YouTube channel. And if you want to support us, we have a subscribe star. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. If you enjoy the show, please share it with your friends. Also, it would help if you could rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you can find us. Tell me what you hate. I would love to hear it. Follow Joe on Twitter at thingsjoehates. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thingsjoehates. Our email address is thingsjoehatespodcast at gmail.com. Links to all of these can be found on our website, thingsjoehates.com. Female voiceover is provided by Andrea Petrilli. Podcast artwork is by Susie Blake. I'm Nate Goodwin for Things Joe Hates.